Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm the one sitting here with a blindfold on and having food placed in my mouth, and you managed to be the weirder-looking one in that photo. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Welcome back to the Minnesota State Fair. Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North mobile app. We would greatly appreciate if you enjoy our show and you are a podcast listener, or even if you're a live listener and you want to support the show, wherever you find your favorite podcast, be it Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review and leave us a comment. In fact, have some fun with the comment. Maybe uh, maybe tell us tell us what your what your favorite and least favorite thing about each of us is. In the comments, and we'll read those on the show. Those are fun. That might be kind of fun. <laughs> That'll be good. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and about Chip. Chip, Chip Scoggins, too. <laughs> Judd didn't actually, chime just, in on that one. <laughs> just tell us what your least favorite thing is about Judd, actually. I thought I wouldn't mind. There is no favorite thing. <laughs> I like the roast aspect to that. That's way better. Uh, but we've got Chip Scoggins hanging out with us here live at the Minnesota State Fair. And I don't know, you've been coming out here hanging out with us. We've been doing some version of this show for, I believe, six years. And I think all six of those years, oh yeah, you've come out here on this day. The Gophers almost always open their season on a Thursday or a Friday, and here they are tonight at TCF Bank Stadium against South Dakota State. So what are, what are your, let's just start with, with the Chip Scoggins uh, 2019 Gopher football primer with what do you think they're capable of this season? I think it's a they weak take, schedule. Yeah, I, I think they definitely take a step forward when you look at being in the third year of flex system. The number of uh, guys they have returning, the talent, particularly on offense, yeah. when you bring back Tyler Johnson and Rashad Bateman, basically the entire offensive line except for one, Rodney Smith, Shannon Brooks, Mo Abraham, that's a lot of skill position that you, you're bringing back. Uh, Tanner Morgan doesn't have a, a long resume, but he has a resume now. He, he went 4-2 and two and won at Wisconsin. Not a lot of gopher quarterbacks can say that. Uh, defensively, they have some names that we're familiar with. Carter Coughlin, Antoine Winfield Jr., Thomas Barber, Kamal Martin. So they have guys that played a lot of Big Ten football. The schedule's definitely a lot more manageable than it was last year. You look at their three Big uh, Big Ten East crossover games, Rutgers, Maryland, and Penn State. You get Maryland and Penn State at home. Rutgers and Maryland are probably two of the weakest, uh, along with Indiana, uh, teams on the east side. And so... To me, this feels like eight should be the floor. Eight wins should be the floor. Bar, it, assuming there's no you know, major key injuries to the quarterback, uh, you know, Tyler Johnson. But of all things considering, 
this looks like a team that can win eight or nine games and contend in the West. And the West is as wide open as I've seen it. I don't think there's that one team where you're like, all right, everybody else is playing for second. It looks like five teams realistically could be in the mix in November to, to win it. And I think the Gophers can be in that in that group. Is Nebraska going to be good for sure? Or is that an ex- expectation of Scott Frost? I think... Some of the expectations are a little high on that, but I think they'll be good. That offense, Adrian Martinez is dynamic. Scott Frost is obviously a great coach. Uh, What we saw at the end of last year, they got better. The offense is going to be good. Um, They're kind of the trendy pick to win the West. I I would pick Iowa, but I think Iowa's the best team. But Iowa plays at Iowa State, at Michigan, at Wisconsin, at Nebraska. That's a tough. I mean, are they going to go three and one in that? Are you going to go two and two? So I, I, I think, you know, I, I don't know that there will be a ten and two team in the West. I don't. I think you'll have a lot of eight and eight or eight and four, nine and three type teams. You know, seven and five. I just don't think one team like we saw with Wisconsin is going to be. 11 and 1. I just I think there's too much parity in the West this year. How much of a step back for Ohio State in the post Urban Meyer era do you think? It's still Ohio State, right? Sure. And yeah. I like Ryan Day, but Urban Meyer is one of the best coaches we've seen. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, they got a grad transfer quarterback Justin Fields coming from Georgia. We'll see if he you know can pick up where Haskins left off. They still have a lot of talent. Um, it'll be interesting to see if this is the year finally that Jim Harbaugh can get that monkey off his back and, and beat uh, Ohio State. It's been what he hasn't beaten them. Right. And so they get Ohio State in Ann Arbor this year. Uh, so if it doesn't happen this year, I don't know that they'll you know fire Jim Harbaugh, but the grumbling is going to get a lot more uh, intense with him because it's great that you, you can win 10 games, but you got to beat Ohio State and you need to get in the playoff. And I'm putting them in my playoff in my prediction, I think. Two slam dunks right now, as much as there is, people will roll their eyes, but Alabama and Clemson, to me, are head and shoulders above everyone else. Um, and I think Michigan and who would I put Georgia in there? I think uh, Georgia. Yeah. yeah. I feel like uh, this is a really – this is a year for P.J. Fleck, a lot like the what turned out to be Jerry Kill's last year with health issues. But mm-hmm. when they – when they had a lot of things kind of converging with a good roster and a weaker schedule with no Ohio yeah. State, no Michigan, no Michigan State, and and that team went nine and three, but there were a lot of other circumstances that led to the coaching change because yeah. of Jerry Kill's health and because of the way that the the protest was handled, right? Sure. But this kind of feels like a similar crossroads where, all right, PJ, you've done some great recruiting. Mm-hmm. You've lost some players, and there's we, we could talk about that too. But you've done some great recruiting. You've got some great skill position players coming back. You've got a bunch of starters coming back, and this is year three of your culture and your your mm-hmm. hyperculture. I'm sorry, yeah, and your <laughs> and your system. Elite. Yeah, yeah. Um, this would be. I mean, if this to me, if this thing's going to happen with PJ Fleck, if he's if, if they're going to go to a Rose Bowl at some point, or they're going to take the program to a new level, I'm not saying it all happens this year. I'm saying this year should show you that it's going to happen. And I Does that think, make sense? yeah, without doubt. I mean, this is a big year in terms of setting expectations and perception of where the program's going, and we saw that at the end of last year. Defense was an absolute disaster, and people were like, well, you know, where is this going? I know it's year two, but they had one of the defenses in college football. Make the change. They went three of their last four games in impressive fashion. I mean, they just absolutely handled Wisconsin in their building, and that, that doesn't happen here. Yeah. And you saw the way they ran the ball, the way they played defense. 
you saw their speed start to show up. Um, and so that carries into this year, and you get Tyler Johnson to forego the NFL to come back. He's one of the best wide receivers in college football. Kirk Shiraka, their offensive coordinator, had an offer to go to West Virginia. His, one of his best friends got the head coaching job there, Neil Brown. And he basically was going to take it, and at the last second, at 3 in the morning, called P.J. back and said, hey, I want to stay. That's a big thing. Kirk Shiraka is a really good coordinator, and I think you're going to see this offense be a little more uh, creative and dynamic because he doesn't, is not loaded with freshmen. He has a quarterback that's played in the Big Ten. Um, so there's a lot of momentum, I think, with the program right now. And the schedule sets up for it, where if, if the defense can come along, I, th- I think that's probably my biggest question about uh, where they are because it's, we saw just two extremes last year, and they have some, some positions that have to be you know, solidified, and guys have to show what they can do. But this offense is going to score a lot of points. I could see them averaging 32, 34 points a game. I think they're that good. Um, you just have so many different skill guys and, and, and versatility, whether it's running the ball, passing the ball, their offensive line, that was the first thing I went when I went out to the first fall camp field. That's the first thing that jumped out at me. It looked like a Wisconsin line. They are enormous. They average 6'5", yeah. 340 pounds. They catch 400 pounds, yeah, the right the, tackle. The right tackle, 6'9", 400 pounds. I now, feel like that was a, always a noticeable thing when the Gophers would play Wisconsin, Ohio State, and Michigan. Sure. You'd, they, like, you'd literally watch Just the lines outside. walk up to each other and be right. like, oh, what? Well, the Gophers are screwed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's, Iowa, too, is like that. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and being big doesn't mean being great, but right. uh, but we saw the physical component at the end of last year, and we saw the difference that when they inserted Daniel Fahalehi midway through the season, that offense line really became good. And so I, I, I'm optimistic about this team. I, I think there's a lot of positives to look at. They have to do it, and Tanner Morgan has to be take a step. He doesn't have to be great. I hate to say, I hate the game manager thing, but they're they're not asking him to go win a game. Yeah, you know he just has to be take care of the ball, don't have bad turnovers, sure. and he's going to have to make throws. But I, I think you know this this feels like a a team based on the schedule, personnel, and the way the rest of the division is that can come November be in that mix to contend for the the, the West title. I look. I like the fact that that last month is tough, but it should be fun. Yeah. It's finally, much like, like with, with the Twins, I would love nothing more than on Monday to have an actual conversation about those last four games, good or bad. Sure. Just because it's, so, it's been so long, and, and with Kill, you thought it was coming w- once in a while, and then obviously with his health, things went sideways and wrong. So it would be really fun to go into that last month, which is filled with three or four tough games, and, and be able to say, People actually care about those games, as opposed to TCF Bank Stadium is going to be empty. It's going to be cold, and twelve you know twelve people care. Yeah, and I'll be and that's the, that's the big thing. I'll, I'll be curious to see because attendance. We had a big story on it um, this week, and it's been a talker for the last couple of years. Just the attendance and getting people back in there, and it, it, it's an issue across college football. Alabama's down, Ohio State's down, uh, Wisconsin's. Down. I mean, all these uh, schools and programs that are used to playing in front of filled out stadiums are now like how do we get people to come you know all of a sudden they're seeing some empty pockets and so it's not just the gophers but the gophers is very pronounced because you walk in there and that's as a college football fan as much as i love this sport to walk into a meaningful game in november where it actually matters not maybe for a championship but it matters it's a big game and to see twenty thousand people there 
That's pretty disappointing. Beyond this season, what do you think is the ceiling for PJ Flex program? I was in Wisconsin for a long time, Chip, and there it was. You know, you hope to get to the Big Ten championship game, mm-hmm. and in a down year, you might win the Big Ten championship and go to the Rose Bowl, but never really national championship aspirations. Maybe once in my entire time there, there was legit national championship inspiration uh, aspirations. Sure. What is the ceiling for a PJ Fleck program? Well, I don't think. This this program's in a in a tough situation in terms of the market and Minnesota as high school football just does not produce a bunch of Division One right. players. We don't. Right. I mean, on average, six to eight per year. So you're having to go out and get twenty recruits outside of your borders every year. That's tough. Um, but I will say this: so I, I don't think they're going to be one of those things every year. Okay, they're national title. You know, it's it's too far to even even view that. But his recruiting is different. I mean, when you look at Rashad Bateman. That kid goes to – well, Georgia offered him last week in, 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 of recruiting his cycle, and P.J. was able to hold on to him because they had had a relationship. But when you look at him, it's like that's a kid that – what how a receiver at Ohio State or Michigan looks like. He's going to be a star. He just mm-hmm. is. And you're seeing more of those. P.J. is fishing in different recruiting waters than what we've seen here, and sometimes that means you're not going to be able to hold on to commitment. Kids are going to leave, but you might. On some of them, and so you're seeing um, just a more concerted effort to get more speed, more players that are, if ready made, kind of the you know the term. Because in the past we've seen undersized linemen coming here, offensive, defensive, because they just can't. I mean, those kids, the ones that are ready made, are going to the big schools. Yeah. So it takes two years to build them up. They come in at two thirty, and then you got to wait two years. You're seeing more guys come in here sort of ready-made, um, and that's who he's recruiting. So I, I would like to see them get to the point where every year you feel like, you know what, they're going to have a chance in November, yeah. whether that's eight wins, nine wins, ten wins, whatever, that in November you're going to have a chance in the West because you're not playing Ohio State, you're not playing Michigan every year, you're not, right. you're not playing Penn State every year. The, the West is definitely set up where you can have that kind of consistency of – feeling like you can be a contender every November. Yeah, they've got they have NFL skill position players. Sure. You can make NFL well, cases for a small handful of their skill position players. Two, they have, I think they have two NFL wide receivers. I think Bateman in, in time, because he's just physically, when you look at him, you're like, wow, that, that's he looks like it. You saw the way he played and ran last year. And, and Johnson's going to be on an Johnson NFL. Will be, he'll be, he'll in be in a camp somewhere. I don't oh, know he'll get draft. Oh, he'll get drafted for sure. I'm not saying he's going to be the first uh, wide receiver drafted, but he'll, you know, he definitely will get drafted. Yeah. And, you know, they have... I don't know if the running backs are, you know, NFL guys, but Rodney Smith is a really good yeah. college running back. We saw Mo Abraham last year. He's a really good college running back. Shannon Brooks, when he's healthy, he's a good Big Ten running back. And so you have three guys that you would say, if that's my number one running back, I feel pretty good. You take that, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Chip, we love it. Thanks for right, your man. primer. We yeah. appreciate it. Thanks hey, for what about your Vols? Yeah. What's going to happen with your Vols this season? Uh, you got, you got a 30-second Vols preview here. From well, Chip we opened up against Georgia State. We lost... Uh, our best defensive player, best secondary guy this week. We had a little, had some off the field issues. Oh, no. He's suspended, okay. so we don't know what So that he's not is. gone. Wow. He's not gone. He's see, suspended. See, 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 Nick Saban, that, that video from two years ago went viral, and Nick Saban said, listen, 19-year-olds screw up all the time. Yeah. Would you rather kick him out of your program or uh, or win 13 games and uh, get him back d- on d- track? Depends on what the screw up yeah. is. I mean, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so, but I, I'm hopeful. If we can win. Sing if we Rocky can... Top. Come on, just sing Rocky Top. 
Once two strangers climbed old Rocky Top looking for a moonshine still. That's what I wanted. Strangers ain't come down from Rocky Top. Reckon they never will. There you go. Hey! All right, all right. Now that was a preview. That band comes around the corner. All right, Mackie and Judd with Rami live from the Minnesota State Fair. And if you're uh, if you're walking around or you're on the way to the fair tonight for, I think Weird Al is going to be at the last grandstand night. tonight. Was that? I think, well, it, was I think Weird it was Al was last night. night. Was it, yeah, some people tweeting about it. I'm not sure what tonight is, but okay. I know Weird Al was last night. Okay. An- another fine act. <laughs> what, Weird Al? No. Tonight. Oh, another fine act. I said another fine, out, another fine act. But we're just off Chamber Street on the left edge of the grandstand, sort of a, a kitty corner from the Sweet Martha's Cookies Barn if you want to come and hurl insults at us during a commercial break. Or cookies. Try and get them in my mouth. Or cookies. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, we're going to play a game later called Try and Throw Food in Rami's Mouth. So I'm like, <laughs> Kevin. In other news. It is that time, midweek, mid-show, where we take a break from the hard-hitting sports talk and all the State Fair festivities out here at the Minnesota State Fair on Mackie and Judd with Rami and bring you some of the more weird and wacky news from around the world, including from Hollywood, actually technically New York, but involving a a Hollywood celebrity, a bigwig, if you will. You guys big Robert De Niro fans? You guys like Robert De Niro? Absolutely. I'm in on Robert De Niro. Okay. In on Robert De Niro. Are you kidding? Taxi driver? I love Robert De Niro. Goodfellas? Well, he recently, uh, his his assistant recently resigned at, at his film production company. And he is suing her for $6 million. His company is suing her for $6 million for, among other things, uh, rarely showing up to the office, spending tens of thousands of companies' dollars at Whole Foods, Dean and DeLuca, and Uber. But the headline in this thing is that Robert De Niro's assistant watched 55 episodes of Friends during four days in January on the clock as well as, now that's impressive enough on its own, wow. 55 episodes of Friends as well as 22 ep- 20 episodes of Arrested Development and 10 episodes of a show which I don't think I can say the title of on the air because even though it's not spelled as a profanity, it's pronounced as a profanity. It's S-C-H-I-T-T apostrophe. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Creek. Yeah, yeah. She watched, what, 85 episodes of television? Yeah, you know. In four days? Unpopular opinion here, I'm a big Friends guy. I'm a big Friends. I was a big Friends guy early on. Early friends. What the the Ross the Ross Rachel stuff yeah, just got two roller yeah, coasters for you. It got two Ross. The Chandler Rachel. Monica stuff. And they they didn't avoid the mistake that Seinfeld did. Executives at NBC tried to force Jerry and Elaine onto Jerry, Jerry and Larry David, his his head writer, and Larry David said, "I quit." He literally he left the show and said, "I won't do it. Good I quit." Him. And the, and NBC bent. And gave in and said, all right, we won't make you do the yeah, Jerry and keep, Elaine keep thing. Keep attention, right? Because, no, they just wanted to keep it a comedy show yes. and, yeah. not, and not a relationship drama. You don't drama. need a love story, do you? Right, exactly. You don't need a love story. You don't need a love story. Okay, question Yes, for you. Seinfeld finale, up or down? I enjoyed it. Okay, I did too. Yeah, I, I was fine with it. A lot of people hate People it. get too judgy loved, with finales. I loved that they did something that they did that didn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. There's no. Here's the problem. This is this is why you're never going to have consensus on a series finale, a, a, a series finale in which, in which large chunks of people actually you know enjoyed a show for five or ten years. 
because everybody has their own individual thought on how that show and that series should end. So I might have a thought that, well, wow, it would be really great if if uh, Jerry and Elaine wound up together. And somebody else might think, wouldn't it be great if this was all just like a dream sequence or right. something, right? And so there's going to be large chunks of people that are mad because they didn't get what they wanted out of the finale. I just feel like I always keep low expectations for finales because it shouldn't represent eight years' worth of a show. People right. get so worked up. Over, like the Sopranos. I wasn't a big Sopranos guy, but, well, did, did they... Did they live? Like, did they? But the, it's like, I, and that's I don't know, the, it's fine. But like, don't people get that's the point? Yes. yes. Well, no, they don't. But that but they was don't, but like, exactly that's the, the point. point, right? I, I just I don't understand why people are like, well, it should end up. It's it, the the more chaos that you can create at the end of me, the better. The but, more questions, the better. It's more fun. But back to the original story. So, eighty-five episodes of television. Yep. With. Commercials cut out on Netflix and other streaming services. Of course. That's 23 minutes per episode. Okay. That's 1,955 minutes of television that Robert De Niro's secretary watched in four days. And how did he find this out? That or? is 488 minutes of television per day. What did you do the math. 21.25 episodes of television per day over the course of four days. That's a, I'm impressed. How, how did he? I'm just downright impressed. If I'm Robert De Niro, I just go, you know what? I'm impressed. You <laughs> don't even worry about <laughs> it. You go right ahead. Did he not realize this as it was going on? And then someone I don't know. He, like, found out? Oh, and then when she resigned, she wrote her own letter of recommendation and asked Robert De Niro to sign it. <laughs> I, I'm just, that takes some... Dude, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed you know by this woman. I'm disappointed in Bob. Because... <laughs> Listen, I've seen Taxi Driver. Goodfellas is one of my favorite films of all time. This isn't this isn't the Bob I know. The Bob I know would take drastic measures to rectify these things and not just allow them to happen. I'm just one of Bob. Everything about this woman is impressive to me. Sure. All the television, spending thousands of dollars at Whole Foods, Dean and DeLuca, which I don't even know what that is, and Uber, and then writing her own letter of recommendation and asking her boss to sign it on her way out the door as she was quitting? Everything about this woman, she's more impressive than Robert De Niro. There, I said it. It's amazing. I just said it. In other news... Don't do Bob like that. Sorry. By the way, I I wouldn't have chosen... I think if I'm ranking Robert De Niro movies, I love his character... In uh, Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers. Yep. <laughs> Another tricky Sold title. CIA operative dad. Oh, it's great, yeah. You tried to milk Jinxie, didn't you, you sick son of a bitch? <laughs> Such a great movie. Yep. Such a great movie. All right. All right. In other news, this is from Minneapolis, Minnesota, Star Tribune. Hey. Are you guys, you guys still watch MTV award shows? I don't. MTV, uh, I don't, I don't watch, I don't watch any award shows. I know they were on, but. I didn't watch. I'll still dabble. I'm not gonna lie. I was 20 years ago. I was all in. Now I'm. I, I'm still kind of in. I just, I'm surprised I like that to you're keep not up all in. Pop, pop I'm, culture. I'm actually shocked that you're not all in. I'm partially in. I'm even more in now with all the Minnesota connections. Have you guys heard of Lizzo? Yes, oh, yeah. the rapper Lizzo. I like okay. Lizzo. Yeah. So uh, Lizzo actually lived in Minnesota for like six or seven years in the in the early uh, aughts here, or no, the early 2010s, I guess, from okay. like 2010 through 2016. During Lizzo's electric performance at MTV's Video Music Awards on Monday night, the 31-year-old singer and rapper wasn't the only thing on stage with Minnesota Roots. The giant inflatable shaped-like-a-butt bouncing in the background (laughs) 
as the artist belted out her his, uh, her hits Truth Hurts and Good as Hell, was designed and manufactured by Landmark Creations, a company Man. based in Burnsville. That's I'm right. So proud. The giant ass, inflatable ass in the background of Lizzo's performance on MTV on Monday nights was created in Burnsville. Why don't we have the one, of those is one of us? Yeah, we should have one out here at the stage. <laughs> <Where's ours>? Jonathan <laughs> is absolutely right. Oh, that could be answered in so many different ways when you ask where's the ass. <laughs> Who on staff should we model it after? That's the question. Mm, that's a good question. Alex Boone? Who has the biggest behind? You gotta I think go we're with... all going to have to model everybody on stage tomorrow. Should we take molds? Molds of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they've got those like those those molds at the state fair, right? The, the wax hands. Oh yeah. yeah. Could we could yeah, we just for sure? Could we just sit in one? <laughs> you want to oh, sit we... in the inflatable butt? Is what I, you're saying? I've got no, in the in the in the yeah, wax I've... to get. There's so many places we've okay. done this. No, I know. Where do you want to go, Jed? Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the radio, at least. What if instead of a giant yellow slide, giant butt slide right down? I'm in. Yeah. I'm there for it. Put it right here so next to the really store, not, North. Boom. So your story really wasn't weird. It was more pride. Yeah, you're, you're prideful yeah. of uh, your home, agree, yes. of your home state. Yes, we make butts here. Yeah, and in fact, the Star Tribune actually <laughs> talked with someone Can use that. from the manufacturing <laughs> that. company. Well, sure, they did their job. They're very thorough. And I believe I believe somebody from this company was on our sister station, My Talk, earlier this afternoon too. So hey, Minnesota, getting some love for That's creating giant inflatable never, butts. I, in my seven months here, I haven't been more proud to be a Minnesotan, guys. <laughs> in other news, Dateline Sugarland, Texas, home, of course, of the Independent League Sugarland Skeeters, but this is not about baseball. Police in suburban Houston are looking for a woman who used a power tool to break into a Botox clinic and steal anti-aging products. Sugarland police say surveillance. Uh, cameras captured the burglary Friday night at the Botox RNMD Spa. The footage shows a woman approaching the locked door of the spa and trying unsuccessfully to open it. She then retrieves a battery-powered grinding saw from a light-colored Mercedes SUV and uses it to cut into the clinic's front door. Authorities say the woman stole an undisclosed amount of products from the clinic before driving away. Anyone with information is asked to contact Sugarland Police. So she's stealing Botox. She's on the lamb as well. Okay. Yes, she's anti-aging products. So either for herself, because she wants to look like she's 13, or because she's going to deal them. Here's the thing. I've got some life advice, okay? If you're a man or a woman, and you see a lot of this, you guys ever go to, like, L.A., you go to, like, something like Miami, there's a lot of these plasticky cities in, sure. the, in, the, in the country. Sure. If you're over the age of 60, and you're still trying to stretch your face out to make yourself look like you're 40, it's not helping. It's not helping. Are Most you, of the time, it's not. Are you right. saying Jane Fonda's beyond repair? Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if you can't form an expression. But here's the thing. You're right. It goes too far sometimes. But. <laughs> oh, here, here it comes. He's going to explain it. You're going to defend this. Well. It goes too far sometimes. I went too far. The ones where it didn't work well, we wouldn't know. That's my point. Like, if, you did, if it was done well and you just look good. If it worked but the way a, it's supposed a, to work, but there's a certain then point, it was done well. There's a certain point where you're just supposed to look old, and that's okay. Just be okay looking old. Yeah, just ask me. <laughs> like, look at Judd. I'm fine with it. Judd looks terrible. No, I'm aging. <laughs> I'm aging. I'm okay with it. I look like I look like Norman Bates, but I'm okay with that. Who was the other character? The the, hood, the hoodie uh, comparison. The Palpatine. Emperor okay. Palpatine, Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not familiar. I'll show you a picture during okay. the break. 
There was definitely a resemblance. I pulled the hood up at one point. Yeah, my head was cold. And that's you know what? Yeah, you looked in here while you did it. Well, that was yesterday. You you were scared. My bad on that video yesterday. If you didn't see it, go to at Rami is tweeting. I took a video of Derek Wetmore impressively hammering away a burger before our shuttle here from the state fair back to our headquarters took off. Like in under two minutes, he started and finished a burger. And I was doing like play-by-play video from the shuttle, and I zoomed in to get a shot of Derek, who is off the bus, and then turned around (laughs) while still zoomed in, and Judd was sitting right behind me, and it was just all Judd face. Like, the whole whole frame of the shot was just all Judd face with the black hood. It was was a little terrifying, and that was my fault. That was bad camera work on my part, so I apologize for that, Judd, but it was was terrifying. I had to zoom back. I was like trying trying to zoom out. You need that on a fathead. Or we can just, like, plaster it on a wall or just have some fan at, like, a Gophers game just hold it up behind the net. Amazing. Just all Judd yeah. face. So we'll go for basketball game. Yes. Opponents missing free throws left and right. <laughs> it has to happen. All right, one more for you. And we have to get – It's. I think we have a quota of stories that have to come from either Indiana or Florida. Um, an Indiana woman – apparently didn't have a problem being hauled off to jail Tuesday after taking a bat to her boyfriend's truck. Mm. Tuesday okay. night, okay, Carrie Underwood. after <laughs> drinking at Buffalo Wild Wings, Kristen Terzowski was upset with her boyfriend, Chad Lucas, because he asked his mom to pick up their kids since she was drinking and hit his truck with an aluminum bat. While being taken away, she laughed and hollered, YOLO. Lucas, <laughs> Lucas was in That's the truck. out of style, man. It really is. Lucas was in the truck after getting hit, told authorities that Terzowski broke the windows and hit their house, too. Mm. Lucas did also say that Terzowski was uh, bipolar and drinking, and that is a <laughs> bad a combination. combination. Yeah, people aren't saying YOLO anymore, are they? No, no. not really. Now it's, we uh, discussed this like two months ago on Purple Daily. Yeah, now it's living my best life. Yeah. That's, that's the new YOLO, living my best life. In fact, if someone is holding a bat slightly buzzed and says YOLO, I think that's your cue. <laughs> get out. Just get out of there just right take now. Take a step back. Yeah. Uh, actually, didn't that exact scenario happen to Tiger Woods like 10 years ago? Yeah, I think so. I don't I know if she was, was... It was a nine iron instead of Oh, yeah, she took YOLO, the nine iron to the car. Yeah. yeah. No, she was not yelling YOLO. Allegedly. We should cover ourselves and say... <laughs> Allegedly? Allegedly. Oh, no, I think it's true. It was never confirmed, Judd. Let's just cover ourselves and say allegedly. We're, we're being sued by Ellen. Just like OJ is a murderer, allegedly. Allegedly, right? I actually have one more for you guys. Please, here. yeah. In other news, from HuffingtonPost.com, Rochester, New Hampshire, actually. Mm. A New Hampshire woman. Do you guys have pen, paper? Or I can don't. You, can you me. spell this out? I have a pen right okay, here. This All is right. a spelling quiz for you okay. guys. A New Hampshire woman is fighting the State Department of Motor Vehicles over her 15-year vanity license plate showing a common parental phrase. Uh, Seacoast Online reports that Wendy Auger, uh, that would be Seth Auger's relative, I'm assuming, (laughs) social media Seth, has been asked to surrender the plate, which reads, and I'm going to spell it out. I'm going to write it out. P B four W E G O. Okay, I got it. Okay, yeah. Uh, And as you as you read that out loud, before we go, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the state says phrases related to excretory acts oh, come on. are not come permitted. On. Come on. The woman That's asked, a good plate. who has a mom or dad or parental figure who hasn't said to the kids, 
before leaving the house, make sure you pee before we go. Yeah, that's not vulgar. She's one of 92 New Hampshire drivers who received vanity plate recall letters this year. The state shows there were 152,000 vanity plates on the road in New Hampshire. Apparently, they're trying to clean up those license plates, getting rid of the, the vulgar inferences. Which I pee get. before we go? Should we get rid of that? No. No, that's not vulgar at all. That's something you say to little. That's wait, literally something you say to little kids. So she had the plate, and they recalled it. She had it for fifteen years. Oh, then I'm not going to take it. Years. Then wait, wait. But if you don't take it off, what happens? Well, she has invalid license plates. Yeah, I'm she can. Assuming. Yeah, I'd risk it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the least surprising thing Judd has said. No, but here, here's what. Take a stand. My thought process is: the cops aren't going to care. Like this is. Well, they'll care when they run your license plate, and it's you know been expired for three years. But it's going to show it's been recalled, and they're going to be like, "That's a bunch of." I'd risk it. I'd, I'd leave it. Okay, why don't you apply for this license plate in Minnesota? I bet I could get See it here, and they it. wouldn't. I bet I could get it. Actually, the problem is they might not even let you have it if states are doing are doing that. Have you guys ever had personalized license plates? I don't like them. No, 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 I don't no. like them. We should all come up with what they our personal license plate would be. <laughs> I, I hate the idea. <laughs> judge would be. Judge would be like. Judd hates Fire. Let me think here. You only get what seven or eight characters. So like, F. Here's what. Here's my F-I-R-E, thought. F I R E. Here's why I hate uh, it. Everyone with like E V. Yeah, but that's I-1. that's the key. I don't want to give any drunk a reason to kick my car or do something to it. <laughs> and personalized plates are something. Uh, look at what that guy's got. Yeah. And then he hits your taillight or something. Uh uh-uh. uh with a baseball bat. I want to go below the radar with my plates. I don't know if this I don't know if this would fit, but I would go I H 8 V N T P L 8 S. I think that's a little too many. I hate vanity plates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yours would have been And then I kick your tail out. <laughs> Put a roof on it. That'd be a good one. Are you that ready for another one. fried food challenge? Am I ready? I was born ready. Okay. Yeah. Let's do this. All right. Fired up. Any requests? No, I can't request anything. Yeah, it's That's too late because it's already been purchased. The point of this. Yeah. I need to be surprised. I think he was trying to get you on that. <laughs> I play fair, man. I'm here to win. All right. We'll see if Rami can win his fried food challenge, blindfolded fried food challenge, when we come back here live to the Minnesota State Fair. It is Mackie and Jeb with Rami, and the best car dealership and service department in the Twin Cities is sitting smack dab on the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard. That would be Luther Brookdale Toyota, where right now the national clearance event is happening until the end of the month. So you just have a few more days to take advantage of some of these deals, such as the 2019 Highlander, 0% financing for 60 months or a $2,500 rebate, a brand-new 2019 Toyota Tundra, 0% financing for 60 months or a $3,000 rebate. You can also lease a brand-new 2019 RAV4 four-wheel drive, for just $219 a month, $26.99 down if you want to uh, get into that amazing SUV that I've been driving now for about three months or so. Can't say enough great things about the 2019 RAV4. And can't say enough great things about my favorite car dealership and service department, Luther Brookdale Toyota, 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard. Mackie and Jeb with Rami returns one more segment today, live from the Minnesota State Fair. We will put Rami's palate to the test with a fried food challenge next. 
8.46 here at Score North. Time for the Score North download. We are out at the State Fair once again, and we are out here now until Labor Day. Every weekday, you can hear Score North Twin Show at noon, Purple Daily from 2 to 4, and Mackie and Judd with Rami from 4 to 6 p.m. Our booth is off Chambers Street on the left edge of the grandstand, and our merchandise booth is open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. You can show us your Score North mobile app, and you'll receive a $5 t-shirt. Also, we're donating all proceeds from the All Arise t-shirts to Luis Arise's favorite charity, the Ronald McDonald House. Again, that's at our merchandise booth, open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. That's been your Score North download. Now back to Mackie and Judd with Rami. Thank you, sir. Let's talk about Bombas Away for 50K. You didn't just mention that, did you? I'm not just, like, completely spacing out no. here. Okay, let's talk about that. <laughs> I've done well, that. Well, Jonathan, because, Rami, you're blindfolded. I am. Can't see anything? Can't right. see a damn thing. You go ahead and get the fried food challenge item, Jonathan. Well, we talk about Bombas Away for 50K. You know, we love a good Bomba challenge around here, and, and the, the Twins have been hitting more Bombas historically than any team in baseball history. They're on pace to break the Major League strikeout, uh, well, not strikeout record, uh, home run record. It's going to happen probably next week. Here's what we're doing at Score North. If you correctly guess the player that hits record Bomba number 268, you're entered to win $1,000. If that Bomba is a grand slam, the prize jumps to $50,000. That's a big jump. That's an absurd jump. Like you would think 10000 for a grand slam, but no. $50,000. $50,000. Here's how you enter. Download the free Score North mobile app. Free. Apple, Android, whatever device you have. It's free, it's free on to all download. Of them. Yep. It's free for now, anyways. Mm-hmm. Act fast. Register with your name and email and enter via listener rewards in the main drop down menu. That's it. And if you correctly guess which player hits the record bumba, you're entered for a thousand. If it's a granny, it's fifty thousand wow. dollars. Life changing money on the line. Score North mobile app, register and enter. You can find out more information at scorenorth.com if you want to. I'm going Aaron Judge. <laughs> Don't think that's how that works. That actually, well, it well actually, no, actually, sort of how it might work. It, it probably works that way, actually. It it's might. the twins. It, yeah, it probably sure. works that way. So, all right, Rami, give us a recap so far of your fried food challenge. So, day one, you gave me fried cheese, and I said fried grilled cheese sandwich, which it wasn't. Technically, but you guys gave it to me. You said close enough. And it's breading around it anyway, so it's bread and cheese, so I got that one right. Day two, it was uh, fried ravioli from our neighbors over here at Vecchio's. I nailed that real quick. And then uh, the third fried food challenge, you guys threw me off by giving me something I've never had before, so I don't know how I would recognize something I've never had before. And on top of that, it had mushrooms in it, which I absolutely despise. It was hot dish on a stick. So today, you guys... Oh, me, something good that I'm actually going to enjoy and get right. Let's well, do this thing. Well, here you go. Well, how, how are we going to do this here? Is Jonathan going to – are you going to feed this to Rami, or are we going to get – I can, yeah. Are we going to get uh, – No, no, I'm not doing that. No. No. Hi. No. no. Norman Bates isn't going to feed me yeah, today? no. All right. <sighs> All right, here you go. All right, here you go. By the way, there's not even a dip option for this. No, they didn't bring. They didn't let me have a dip option for this one. That's all right. Disappointed. That's okay. Go, go naked. Here we go. That's not the statement I would use, but. Rami's made it awkward already. Yes, he has. He's not wrong. Okay, tell us what you're what you're tasting here, Rami. Raise that mic up a little bit. (laughs) Is that breaded? Uh, No. No. There's no bread on that. Rami's oddly quiet here. I'm chewing. It's a little tough. So many. <laughs> so many ways to start tomorrow's show. Let me get another bite. Let me okay. Another bite. Here we go. 
Well, your palate's really he's been put str- into the test he's here. He struggled a little bit with this one. I can t- sense it's thrown off. I mean, it's a sausage of some sort, obviously. Mm-hmm. You've got to be more specific than that, right? It, it tastes like... Oh, yeah. Okay. Is this, a, is this a final answer? No, he's got to give you a... I want to know what kind. All right. Look at these fingers. Hmm. What's he doing with these These fingers? are my thinking fingers. This is what I do when I think. I don't know why. Rami's in a meditative so pose. I'm uh, actually... Blindfold I look creepy, but I'm going to sure. move away from Rami right now. <laughs> it tastes like just... Look. And I guess this is my answer. It tastes just like a, a breakfast sausage. Just like your typical no. breakfast sausage, no? Mm-hmm. So your official guess is breakfast sausage I, on a stick. Yeah. What, are, what are you looking for, Jonathan? I'm looking for the animal. What do you okay. hope that it's not? Oh, is this some sort of exotic meat, dude? Is this is this what we've done? Me. I mean, it's this alligator. Just give me an alligator sauce. Wow, there we go. Yes. We got it all right. Yeah, alligator on a stick. It was actually good. I'll say it. Yeah, oh, you see, oh, it was actually good. I have to admit, expand your horizons. That was actually good. I just guess, I just guessed a meat I've never had before. So we got it. It tasted like breakfast sausage, and you can do that with sausage because all the flavoring in sausage is just the spices and whatever they put in it. It almost doesn't matter what meat they use, but. I specifically asked for no exotic meats, dude. What are, what are we? What are we doing? <laughs> but you were told immediately that you'd be getting some. Yeah. This is the rest of it. No, I don't want the rest of it. Wow, that's an alligator. Alligator? No. Sure. Oh, thank you. It looks like a bratwurst now that I'm not blindfolded anymore. <laughs> it does. That's oh. why it was really awkward when you said. See you guys later. All right. Whatever you said. It wasn't bad. It was, it was actually pretty good. Look at you getting some worldly food experience here from the from the. Right? Body, I mean, it's body. probably it just, a, it's, it just tastes like breakfast sausage. That's all it tastes like. It's probably a breakfast sausage good. if you're in the deep south. Yeah, you think you think if you're from like Baton Rouge, yeah, you, you probably wake up, you probably wrestle the alligator that you're going to eat later. <laughs> it's really tough and really lean, which you would expect. I mean, not really tough, but tougher than than you know, more. Uh, That's not a description for any of us. On more stage. regularly eaten meat. So workout. Yeah. I think what they do down in Biloxi is they actually <laughs> just take a foreman grill and they sandwich the gator's head. <laughs> Until it's cooked just right. <laughs> Spicy. It's got some kick to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also have, I think they have fried gator, too. Or I would have like preferred gator, that. Gator I, if you guys were going to feed me gator, I would have preferred it be fried, to be quite honest. So there's honest. a little bit more distance between you yeah. and the gator? And also, just fry anything, and I'm going to try it. <laughs> like I told you guys yesterday, I don't like mushrooms. Fry a mushroom. I'll eat it. Just put it in batter, fry it, give it to me, I'll eat it. This might be something we have to explore. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Well, we have three more fried food challenges left for I'm you. I'm three for four Thursday, now. Friday, and, and Monday. I don't know when you guys start to get impressed, but I have three for four now, ladies and no, gentlemen. You're, you're, you're two for four. No, I got it right. I said alligator. No, you said you said breakfast sausage. And then I guessed alligator before I oh, took the blindfold off. Did See, you say alligator before or after you said, is this some sort of an exotic food, and Jonathan confirmed? He, he didn't confirm. I, I asked a question. Yes, no. Nobody said anything. I okay. said, is this some no, sort of exotic this. meat? Did you give me right, we'll alligator? We'll no, you, no, you got this. We'll count yeah, it. Three okay. for four. We'll count Man, it. Man, it's pretty good. That's an educated palate right there. <laughs> yeah, but the one you got wrong is just <laughs> I've never had gravy ketchup. I've never had hot dish. I was just throwing anything out there, and it was gross. I'm just going to put it. I'm just going to say it was gross. It was kind of gross. I liked it. It was great. All Hot dish on a stick is great. I didn't enjoy it. What's the most? Uh, so, what's the most like pleasantly surprised you guys have been by a weird fair food in your life? I'm gonna be honest. It was hot dish on a stick. When I think I first it might be it. for me too. Wait, say that again, sir. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, Continu- well, that worked. Continue with your life. <laughs> yeah. That was successful. No, it was, it was definitely hot dish on a stick for me when the first time I tried it. I'm like, this can't be good, right? And then I had it. And I'm like, okay, this is. Easily my favorite. I, I wasn't thing sure what to expect with a uh, a deep fried Snickers, and it was amazing. 
It was. I wasn't sure. I legitimately I wasn't it. sure. How could if you I'd go like, wrong? Were they I, deemed, like, I don't know. I was good. just like. I, my thought was that just seems excessive. That's a little bit of. A, that's a little bit I aggressive. Mean, it is. And it, but total, totally necessary. Absolutely, one hundred percent, totally necessary. It was delicious. Now, Lou Nanny was saying that one of the classic, like that Lou has a family connection to every single thing. Tino, that this Tino's pizza on a stick over here is that deep fried pizza? That's a great question. Might have to find no. that out in about two minutes. Here after the no. show's over. No, it's just they just kind of fold it up and put it on a stick. It's okay. good though. Oh, it's, oh, it's a hot, hot pocket, pocket on a stick. It's, it's like, really, a, cal- like it's, a calzone. Calzone, yes. Calzone on it's a stick. It's really good. You All know, right. I, I used to love hot pockets until I I can no longer feel my tongue. You know, like, I, oh, <laughs> hot pockets are amazing, but there's really no way to eat a hot pocket without like having That's your entire jingle, tongue though. catch fire. That jingle's great. Hot pockets. Oh, I love that jingle. <laughs> Personal favorite. True. Jim Gaffigan made a whole like comedy special based around the hot pockets jingle. Like seriously. Oh yeah, I could see that. It's a I'm, and it's great. I'm it's not hilarious. joking. It's ca- it's catchy. Oh, it's so catchy. catchy. Yeah. <laughs> hot pockets. Hot pockets. Yeah. Yeah. It's the perfect drop off. Really is. Wonder how many how many writers it took to write the hot pocket jingle. Probably a bunch yeah. to get it right. And they're, really, probably, and they're probably rich to right really now. refine it and make sure you got you hit the right notes. I would say pretty rich. One of the one of the greatest moments. I think I can speak for both Judd and myself in our entire lives and careers. We were during the Major League Baseball All Star Game that was here three years ago or five years ago. Five years, five ago. years ago now. Yep. Uh, we were at a random bar downtown Minneapolis, and the guy who wrote the Hormel hot dog song oh, yeah. that played at the Metrodome. Every single game Legend. at the Metrodome. That's awesome. Uh, it was the, if, if you are at the game, da, 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 da. and that guy was in the house drinking at a table next to us, and we had a mutual friend that knew him and introduced him. We got the whole bar to sing the Hormel Hot Dog That's song. amazing. That the, row, the Row of Fame song. That's yep. amazing. Yeah. That's great. And that dude's just like sitting in a bar. That guy should be living... That guy should be living in like a twenty million dollar mansion. Okay, I miss that song. That's a, that's a Minnesota sports legend right there. So I what like I understand, there's crazy money in jingle writing. Yes, like excessive money in jingle writing. We should absolutely. We should collaborate. We, we should put should. our brains together yeah. and see what we can come up with. You're right. Get into that <laughs> for one of our advertisers here. <laughs> Speaking of jingles, I think I hear one in the background right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, probably for the best. Mackie and Jeb with Rami. Find our podcast anywhere you find your favorite podcast. The best spot is the Score North mobile app, which is free to download. And please give us a five-star review and a rating on iTunes or Spotify. We'll see you guys tomorrow live from the fair.